ladies and gentlemen, episode 10. Are we at four? 104. I think we're 104. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Another episode of your two favorite realtors on, on the, the internet. internet. Sandy Roberts, my co host, Bryant Lovett, here bringing you everything we've got. Totally. We do not hold back. Nope, we sure don't. And it's another episode. Again, we're, as we said last week, coming for a strong uh, last quarter of the year. That's right. Here we are mid October, State Fair coming. Hey or actually, it's here. started last it's night. Here. Yep, next 10 days. Get everyone get excited for what is one of the greatest things in Raleigh. It is, And literally. I don't want to hear otherwise. I don't either. I am uh, Sandy, an ambassador for the State Fair. Favorite food item. Yeah, I was going to say, I, unfortunately, I will say, Brian, I'm, I know, because of my gluten-free, I like, I'm the wrong guy You're to limited. ask on this. Yeah, You're but limited. what I do love about the State Fair is it is it's it's kind of reminiscent of a bygone era um, and what made North Carolina great, which yes. is really on the back of agriculture. Agriculture, and it's a celebration yeah. of the livestock, agriculture, yep. the things, the crops that made North Carolina great, mm. and ultimately the people. Yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, it's a great celebration. State it pulls fair us all together. It does. It's the official state fair of our state. Yep. So you get people from all over. You know, I mean. God, I could I could go through just the great things, but but just a few to name. Make sure you get Howling, NC State Howling Cow ice cream. Right. Yep. Hop on the um. There's a there's kind of like this like gondola that goes like the entire Across length. The whole yeah. Lane. You should absolutely check that That's out. Newer. That is newer. Years. There's a newer Ferris wheel. You actually have to pay. It's not included in your ride ticket. Ride tickets if you have them. But it's one of the greatest views of Raleigh. It's kind of on the literally right at the corner of um, Blue Ridge and Hillsboro, and then. I'm a big fan. This is a if secret. If you time it right, you can see the fireworks. Yes, that's right. From... <laughs> but I would say, lastly, North Carolina, not known for its wine, but known for a grape called the Muscadon. Pretty sweet. That's right. I don't like the wine, but there's right. a Muscadon slushy that's I've available in one of the exhibit halls. If you get it, you're in for a treat. That's right. I and also, too, this. in Dorton Arena, which used to be where they did concerts, it's now got to be NC, which is basically a celebration of all North Carolina foods and uh, things that are grown and made here in North Carolina. So you should absolutely check absolutely that out. Absolutely check it out. I'm just getting started. Mm. But this is not a state fair podcast because <laughs> if it was, it'd be the best. Um, we're here to talk real estate. It would be the best. Which means if you do come to move to North Carolina, you get to experience a state fair. That's that, that's that's There's, how that, that's the connection point. It. I like it. I'm excited and the weather's turning. I can always tell when the weather starts to turn, I'm like, okay, fair's right around the corner. It is. Very excited. So, guys, we, like Sandy said, we're not here to talk about the fair. So, let's talk about some real estate. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna come at you guys with the sales side. When I say that, I just mean if you're a seller thinking about selling your home or you're an owner of property, yes. you don't know what the time is, um, when, when the best time is to, to sell your property, buy something else. I'm talking at you. Yeah. And then Sandy is going to... Come at us with the buys. Yeah, I got a couple side. fast facts. I'm gonna call them on my fast Ooh, fast yeah. Friday facts. Ooh. Just a couple things that are buy side related. Yeah. Um, but also larger, just some larger real estate facts that I think impact the triangle and Absolutely. surrounding areas. But as we say, Bryant, take us to the boards. Take us to the boards. So, Which is in line with the fact that hurricane just started. Oh man, well the pun was perfectly timed, and I didn't pick it up. I'm so sorry about That's that. That's okay. Um, was that this week? It was this week, right? Yeah, I think they're I think first like the one of the first game. home games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, come on. Winning program. So, so guys, here on my board, let's talk about what I got on my board here. I want to talk to you guys about equity. And yeah. I'm going to start educational, and then we're going to move into some – I'm just going to probe you with some questions here. So what is equity? Let's start there because some people hear this word, and they have no idea what, what's going on. You hear yeah. it in the headlines. You hear it in the news. All right, equity. Equity is not to be confusing. Equity is a 
theoretical. I'm going to go ahead and say it's theoretical. It's a theoretical amount of the home that you own. It could be all of it. You could have zero mortgage involved. You could own the house outright, and then you have a portion of, let's just say, market share that the market's saying your home is worth. That's right. So your the market says your home is worth something. That is your theoretical equity. If you were to have the home appraised, it would appraise for a number. That would be, if you own the home outright, that would be your equity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, ultimately, your definitive equity is not defined until you sell your home, you put it under contract, and a buyer has told you they're willing to pay a certain amount for yeah. your home. That is what's defined as your fix, your actual equity. All right. So what percentage of the home do you own? And guys, this is very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Almost 70% of homeowners, almost 70% of homeowners own their home either outright or 50 or at least 50% of their home. So wow. 50% and above equity, 50% or more equity in their home makes up almost 70% of homeowners. That is an insane stat. Now I'm talking wow. nationwide. So what do we want to do with that equity? That is a really important that's a really, really important question. So again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come at you guys educational, went big picture, let's drill it down, and then I'll pass the baton to Sandy. I'll keep it quick. What are you gonna do with this equity? Depending on the market that you're actually selling and then buying a home determines how much of that equity is going to go in a couple different buckets. Mm-hmm. And I wanna talk about that. So obviously you do have the ability to sell your home in the middle of a hot, a boiling hot, seller's market. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first option I have on my right. Yes. Option A, seller's market. If it is a seller's market, guess who has the dominant position? The seller. The seller has the dominant position. There's very little inventory in a seller's market. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, it has to be under six months of supply. We're sitting at anywhere between one and two months supply right now, so you don't have much to choose from. We're definitely in a seller's market as of right now, but but has inventory been increasing? Yes. Yes. So are we kind of migrating from that seller's market to more of a buyer's market? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but we'll get more to the, we'll get into that in a second. So you've got the ability to sell your home in a seller's market is the hottest time to be a seller. Therefore, theoretically, you should sell your home for the most money, theoretically. Or you could use your equity. You could sell your home and use that equity in the midst of a buyer's market. And I just want to draw a quick de- delineation between the two. When you're when you're winning on one side you are almost always losing on the other. It's just how it works. It's just the way it works. So if you wanna sell in the hottest seller's market imaginable, you will then become a buyer. And that buying process could be painful. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put the could in there just to be soft about it. That's right. And and so when you do that, what's that equity going towards? And that this is what I wanna draw your attention to. What is your equity going towards? Where do, where do you want that equity to go? Do you want it to go towards in option A, a seller's market? If it's a seller's market, that that equity is going to go to paying more than the appraised value of the home. So you probably are going to make up the gap between what the home appraised for and what you're buying the home for. Um, if you have you know any kind of short-term memory, mm-hmm. you can remember where people were paying $30,000, $80,000 over appraised value for homes. Some people didn't even care, right? They're, they're just like, here's all my money. I don't even care. $150,000 over asking price. Doesn't matter. That's not the only thing your equity is going to go to. Your your equity is also going to be going towards any kind of repairs that home needs. Because why? Because you're probably making your offer on that home 
completely as is. Mm-hmm. So if that home needs an HVAC system, it needs a roof, it needs plumbing, it needs new insulation, it's got a moldy crawl space, guess who's paying for that? You are, as the buyer of the property. So your precious equity that you have gained is now going to some things that are not very fun. All right. In a buyer's market, where's your equity going? Your equity is going to your down payment, which is helpful because it reduces your monthly payment, right? It's going towards things like your closing costs or maybe an interest rate buy down or the funnest, I mean, funnest thing on the list would be it's going towards new countertops. It's going to uh, the garden that you've ever, you've always dreamt of, or um, you're going to completely renovate the master bathroom, the fun stuff. It's not necessarily going to be going towards a new HVAC system. It's not necessarily going to be going towards the moldy crawl space because in a buyer's market, you have leverage to negotiate with that seller to have Mm -hmm. those things paid for by the seller. So your equity is going to go a lot further towards the things you actually want to put it towards. Now we find ourselves, I told you I'd come back to this. We find ourselves somewhere in between a seller's market and a buyer's market right now. We're still very much on a seller's seller side of the aisle, um, which is why it's a phenomenal time to be a seller. But the leverage that a seller now has to use their equity towards the things they actually want to use it towards or put it towards is increased exponentially over the past year. Mm -hmm. So therefore, a phenomenal time to think about taking your equity that is a, you're going to talk about this in a second. You got a nice size, you know, you got a nice sum of equity that you're dealing with. Put that to use, but put it towards things that you actually want to put it towards. So... Um, I said it last week, and I'll wrap this down. I said it last week. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home, do not try to time this market. You will, where you're winning on one side, you're losing on the other. And trying to find the perfect balance between the two of them yeah. is, well, you said it um, a few months ago. You said by the time it's passed is when you know you knew you had it, mm-hmm. right? You only know it's there when it's already gone. In hindsight. In hindsight. Totally. So, that's what I got. No, for that's you guys. so good. And some of us are sitting uh, on equity. Speaking of that, let's. I, I got some fast, fast Friday facts. Maybe I should have reversed how that was said. But um, <laughs> fast Friday facts. Yeah. But let's 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 go down. I got three of them. Two positive, <laughs> one negative. Um, let's go with the first positive. Yes. The keeping current matters. Yes. KCM. That's right. Uh, which is kind of a, a real estate, a pretty popular real estate uh, Instagram account and subsequent blog. Yes. Um, said that if uh. If you bought your home on average in 19, I think it was 1992, so yeah. 32 years ago, yeah. um, you had approximately 297.7% net worth of investment in your home. Gosh. Or, or, or that's, sorry, that is what your investment, that's how much. That's how much it's gained. That's how much it's gained. Yes. So, Brian, you did the math earlier. This number divided by 32 gives us approximately. Between 9 and 10%. 9% 10% a year. year. Yes. Now, again, we of course, there was some down years, right? Yeah. So, let's not yeah. say, like, you can't look. That's e- right. You aren't screaming. Yeah. That proves the point even louder. Yeah, real estate in the long term is the best investment. Even with the housing crisis of 08 and 09. Totally. So, yeah, I mean, you didn't want to look at your Zillow back then. There there wasn't even a Zillow, but you wouldn't want to have looked, right? (laughs) Because you would have seen, yeah, it it went down. But on the whole, of course, what we've seen in the the past three or four years, you've seen incredible appreciation, incredible equity into the home based on what the market is saying. That's right. So 297.7 on average if you bought 1992. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a lot you can do with that. Great. So what is, I mean, again... It's why we're in the industry because we do feel like this is a great investment. It's for the folks. vehicle. It is the vehicle to 
create you know not only wealth and opportunity for your family but even generations that's to come right. that's right um, but it gives a lot of people opportunity and i know bryant and i both could speak on multiple examples of how people's lives have been changed by yep. investments small investments yep. that they've made that's right and what that has been able to return from them and further in terms of their family and opportunities yeah. uh, even outside of real estate that's so right it's a big number yeah 297.7 percent come on it's big second thing is this CPI reports came out yesterday. It rose in September to the tune of 3.7%. Not what we wanted it nope. to do based on a couple things. One, gas is going up. Uh, it is rising. I don't, I don't know if I haven't seen it personally at the pumps, but it yeah. is up um, since COVID, up, you know, up since COVID yeah. and up since this time last year. That's right. And rents are are up. That's they right. have grown according to you know some government report, and yeah. that does these things uh, do impact the consumer price index, the CPI. Yeah. So that was not good because the Fed has said they want to keep inflation around two percent. Haven't been able to do that. That's right. So so cuts will not be coming in the near future. No. So it looks like that where interest rates and inflation is going to be probably into twenty twenty four the spring yeah. before we see some change that will impact what we like to look at, which is the mortgage, yeah. the you know interest mortgage rates. Yeah. Um, those were, lightest I checked this morning, on average 30 year is still around 7.7, 7. 7. Yeah. 7. 7. That's right. Uh, obviously we were hoping that would have been lower. So yeah. CPI, not great news coming out yesterday. That's right. So some volatility in that market. So yeah. that's, we'll give that a negative. That's right. Let's finish on a positive. Absolutely. We've always said it's, uh, you know, the thing with real estate is everyone wants to be at the center. And so when everyone wants to be the center, there's just not enough land. The prices of houses can go up and everyone has to kind of move out. We've seen that. We've seen really anything that 540, it used to be just like anything that 440 touches yes. or inward, you're good. Yes. Now it's like, what does 540 touch? Yeah. And now we're, not that there's an outer ring, but it's if like, there was one. It's like what, 98 maybe? Yes. Like <laughs> that's what we're seeing. Triangle Business <laughs> Journal just reported that a large major housing development from an outside investor is going to be put into Oxford, North Carolina. Yeah. Oxford, North Carolina is about from city center Raleigh about 55 minutes so yeah. at least it's under an hour of course if you're in North Raleigh Wake Forest it's a stone's throw yeah. um, you know kind of near that corridor of 95 98 you know going north near the Virginia border yep. um, you it feels like you know 10 years ago you just said Oxford dear Lord those are the no. shoes I wear no <laughs> It is actually a place in North Carolina that, <laughs> right? In that Oxford shoes, in that. Okay, you're, or, you're my or fashion. Sure, yeah, yeah, say, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, 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 it's 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 a. Come on now. Long story short, it's, it's not just a fashion fad anymore. It's a real estate <laughs> it reality, right. and and that and th those are the kind of municipalities that are growing. We've seen that with places like Anger, Willow Springs, even moving Samford is a great example. And now Oxford appears to be yes. the area that is now poised for phenomenal growth. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, again, used to be that feels a long way away. It's not. The price of land is so expensive. There's just not a ton of it. And affordability is driving people into kind of the, the outer, outer yes. rungs of the triangle. That's right. And we're starting to see places like uh, even Oxford yes. be a great investment for real estate. Yep. Because, again, let's be honest. Sometimes you think, hey, individual, what do I know? Yes. Let's be honest. The people that are doing the real stats, when you have major investment firms buying up land grabs in these areas, you know oh, that yeah. they are the areas that are going, that are, again, poised for growth, but are heading in that That's way right. in a quick they direction. Are, they are not going to set, be satisfied with a marginal return. No. I mean, they're, they're wanting, oh, to, they're, they're they're wanting the to make sure that they're going to see a return. Totally. Yeah. So, again, Oxford, what's next? Yeah. And that we should begin to think in those terms. Yes. Um, and so, obviously. Gosh, yes. And listen, my last fact, not as a fact, but Brian, I get really excited. I was thinking about this in the car the other day. We're in the car a ton. Yes. I get excited when I drive around Raleigh 
different parts, Blue Ridge Corridor, downtown North Hills, and I see cranes in the sky. Yeah. That means that there is economic development happening. Yes. People are still Investment. making large bets and investments in the triangle, yeah. in Raleigh in particular. Yeah. But again, as it spreads out to places like Oxford and others, that's right. it's a great time to be in the triangle. Yeah. And in fact, I just heard this. Tom um, Dundon, I think is how you pronounce his name, owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, wants to bring an MLB uh, team to I town. Um, and we're poised to er, – not poised. Come on. So that word three or four times now. Come um, on. The, uh, we're, the MLB, I think, has allowance for maybe two more teams. And so uh, we will you – know, he's going to make a real push for that. Real push. And, again, I think this goes to show this is the kind of synergy that we have. That's right. In the triangle. That's right. All right, I'm done. All right, good. I mean, it is, it is amazing to see – that stat of almost 300%, guess what's kind of crazy about that stat? That's a nationwide stat. Totally. I mean, I wonder. I, I want to know the triangle. I know. I know. Come on now. I know. That's, yeah. An area that grew by 2% in the housing recession of, of 08. Like, we grew by 2% that year. Wild. Wild. So, like, That's we, a great thing. I would love to see. I would yeah, love, drill down. Yeah. I'm sure someone will. I'm sure someone, someone's got it. Um, but, but as professionals, again, I think it is a... Hmm. Is it fair to say it's a, it's a good time to buy a triangle? <laughs> it's a great time. It, yesterday, oh, yesterday was better. Yeah, um, so true. And uh, but uh, but yeah. So think about think about what your family needs. Think about what you want. Do you want to start building this net worth? That's probably something that someone's thinking about if they're renting a property. They want to jump in and start building that net worth. Do it. If you own a home and you've already you're already building that net worth, mm -hmm. how do you want to use it? That's that's the question that I posed. So if you know whether you're on the sidelines, you haven't bought a house yet, whether you own a home already, um, talk to us. Let's let's walk through this. Let's start uh, strategizing. Let's do it here. We're strategists. Absolutely. Guys. Architecture or uh, uh, deal Ooh, architectures. Deal architects. Who said that? Architect. Yeah. Our executive director's laughing. So that means it's time to wrap down because we're getting. <laughs> Into the Netherlands of conversation. Uh, as always, uh, Sandy Roberts along with... Bryant, love it, everybody, with Love of Properties. Enjoy this weekend. Go enjoy something fried at the State Fair, unless you're Sandy Roberts. And, um, and guys, if you need anything in the real estate world, you have any questions, hit us up. We will be here for you. Have a good weekend. Talk to you next time.